I welcome thee to episode two of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds. The agonizing wait in between the groundbreaking, mind-expanding premiere episode and the follow-up is now over. And hopefully the premiere of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds made your lives fuller, relationships deeper, and everything else also measured in a much deeper and significant way. Hopefully none of which is measured by the metric system, because I do not understand it. Anyway, let's begin. Excitement is in the air, and in the chatter on the internet. My personal excitement would be somewhere around that of a seven-year-old who is having a birthday party and thinks she finally might get that elusive pony. But, in actuality, gets a Clydesdale. Surprise! Best birthday ever. But just for the record, folks, you might want to get a pen and paper for this. Clydesdales are not good pets, and they will leave you with a, a dose of trouble trying to explain what that enormous thing hanging from their bellies is. They're also very dangerous. Uh, just ask my Uncle Jeff, who no longer has the ability to control when he wants to pee, see in color, or enjoy westerns. All right, folks, I bet you're wondering what's going on in the news or in the headlines via the spectrum of Richard Reynolds. Well... I don't just regurgitate the headlines, I get inside the headlines. It's been six months since North Korea's dictator, Kim Jong-il, has stopped living. And I know we were all hoping that the world's North Korea problems would go away. They are not. And neither is Kim Jong-il because they are stuffing him and putting him on display like they are some crazy blue-haired dog owner named Edna, who finds a creepy comfort in having her dog sleeping lifeless, never to blink again on his favorite chair to watch Animal Planet and eat his kibble, which she, Edna, actually eats to perpetuate her own delusions in her fractured, flickering brain. Basically, it's insanity. It does, however, remind me to say happy birthday to my other grandma, Hope you got the card. But what I'm trying to say is we all need to be just as worried about North Korea as we have been in the past. We thought we got rid of the danger of a Kim Jong, but we only got another in his place. His son, Kim Jong-un. And what do we know about this small-mouthed, big-cheeked successor? Well, he likes things that go kaboom, hates hair anywhere near his ears, and wears a one-piece jumpsuit just like his papa. And if I've learned two things, and for the record, I've learned way more than two, but one is don't trust a man in a one-piece jumpsuit, unless he's a mechanic from 1982. And the other is always beware of a man who wears white socks with dress shoes. What about Michael Jackson, you say? Beat it. You just made my point. If I were to branch out on my learning tree and name a third thing I've learned, it would be that peanut butter can go bad. Back to Un. We don't know much about him. We know his, uh, he is a dictator, like his dad, and they both love nuclear weapons, Sylvester Stallone movies, and the NBA professional basketball. Escalating the danger is the reports that Un has nuclear weapons. He is also a fan of the zone defense in the NBA. Intelligence reports say Il, Un, and his other sons, Ah and Da, all are huge proponents of the zone defense. It's basically communistic, lazy defense where professional basketball players guard an area rather than a man. Man up, I say. Il, N, Ah, and Da reportedly told their male toenail clippers that they like how it opens up the game. 
Of course they like it, because they can't guard people and are fans of players and teams who can only guard an area before leaking out after the shot and planning themselves behind the three-point line ready to shoot the ball the second it hits their hands. Basically, the evil you encounter and hate every Saturday at the Y. It's a disease that's called the hedo syndrome. Beware, America. We need ourselves, government officials, and Defense Department to be highly aware of North Korea and their new leader, and the brothers Ah and Da, who apparently own a cupcake store that only makes red velvet cupcakes. Typical. They are the definition of a dictatorship and a communistic group of turds. And if they get their way, the NBA will be zone defense, Hito Turkulu playing on specialized eight-foot rims so he can dunk, shooting threes that counts as sevens for him, and to make things worse, Sylvester Stallone movies like Stop My Mom Will Shoot and Judge Dredd will be the only things playing on TV. That, and they'll most likely bomb things as well. Well, I'm not getting fitted my, for my one-piece jumpsuit anytime soon. Sorry to scare you all, but that's what it means to get Inside the headlines. Off to a rousing start, if I say so myself. And feel free to say so for yourself at home if you like. I'll take a moment for you to. This episode of the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds' sponsor is Clear as Glass. Clear as Glass is your go-to when you need glass with class. All of their glass is considered clear and semi-unshatterable. Whatever type of glass you need, they have. Windows, glass windshields, glass tables, glass lamps, more windows, glass shards, glass eyes, they have it. Clear as glass, glass with class. A fantastic company, always my choice over their competitor, Glass, 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 and Mulch. Unless, of course, I'm shopping for mulch. Clear as Glass is a family-owned company, and they really need the business, as they have a kid who is a, a bit of a mentaler and goes through a lot of headgear. And now for one of my favorite segments, and soon to be one of yours. It's called, Brian Williams is a Horrible Human and an Awful Boar. I realize that those of you uncultured by Richard Reynolds may be wondering the reason of this strong stance. Simply, it's for the fact that he is a sketchy individual, and Williams was, slash is, threatened by me taking over his anchor seat. I know what you're thinking. You're much younger, better looking, and with a much more in-depth knowledge of people and needs of the masses. Well, you're exactly right. I'm also a better lover. Confirmed because I have asked all my liaisons to rate me on Yelp. A solid 3.2 rating so far. Williams' rating? Not one single rating. Hmm. Enough said. And if all that seems pretty tame to you, take into account that's just a portion of what I've discovered with my investigative journalism skills. To start, he has the world's largest collection of My Little Ponies. Not something that's very respectable. Williams also was convicted of holding up a woman's underpants store in the late 70s. And I also have sworn statements that Brian Williams took a heavy amount of drugs, including acid, while he followed the band Jefferson Airplane on tour. 
And to make those matters unimaginably worse, he also was a supporter of theirs when they changed their lineup and name to Starship. Really, Williams? We built this city? Did they build that city on lies and bad life decisions? Well, I think that is all I have to say for now, but Brian Williams is not someone you can trust. And when he says, and now, for what's happening in Nebraska, trust, it's the opposite. And what's happening in Titicaca. I'm Brian Williams. <laughs> if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to email me at richardsfingeronthepulse at gmail.com. That's richardsfingeronthepulse at gmail.com. I highly encourage you to encourage yourself to email me your questions, comments, or concerns. And in the future, stay tuned for the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds email bag segment. Be famous with your friends by having your email read on my podcast. Now for another installment of Positively Positive. Much of our negative emotions come from worry and insecurity, and much of that worry and insecurity stems from money. Too much of our personal worth is thought of in terms of money. The worries about money? Do I have enough? How can I get more? Is the money I have covered in urine? Instead of deriving our personal value from money, we should derive it from the relationships we have. Our relationships with family, friends, and people we do sex with. And if you're alone and have none of those, there is no shame in having imaginary friends. I had one. His name was Ernie Hamperduff. That's Hamperduff with ten R's. We were best friends. He gave me company when I needed him and gave me someone to talk to. Which is why it was so hard when he died in 2003 from an imaginary dental checkup Connor I. It happens. Sometimes I still visit his imaginary gravesite, which is now a taco palace. And believe me, I tried everything to get the Board of Commerce and Mayor to build a taco palace somewhere else. But they built it, right on his imaginary grave. Once they started construction, I didn't talk to anyone or eat for hours. I still haven't had a taco from there. I go to the one on Columbus instead. So hold on to your relationships and people, as they are the thing that holds real value and can be taken with us. Uh, but please note, real people have no actual monetary value and cannot be sold. I'm speaking symbolically, of course. We as a nation made a huge mistake once before with the buying and, and selling of people. It was an entirely bad experience, with absolutely no good coming from it. Roots, the miniseries, was good television, however. Well, that's it. Signing off for Richard Reynolds, I'm Richard Reynolds, and you've been listening to the Richard Reynolds Finger on the Pulse podcast with Richard Reynolds. Good, time-appropriate part of the day, folks.